Who are the most important Sun Devils returning from last year's team in 2023? Well, that's what we're here to talk about on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you guys as always for tuning in. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update when we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. Let's hop right into today's conversation because man, there is a lot of players to discuss that are returning from the 2022 squad. And I know that's kind of weird to think that a three and nine football team has a lot of important players coming back for 2023. But let me tell you, there are quite a few guys that we should be very excited about that are returning for this year. Before we get started with that list, I've got quite a handful of honorable mentions that I've got to bring up. The first of which has got to be BJ Green. Along the defensive line, I think that B.J. Green returns as perhaps your best defensive lineman. He's yet to be in a full-time role, and that hasn't stopped him from leading the team in sacks each of the last two seasons. There's no reason he shouldn't be in a full-time role in 2023. There's no reason he can't continue to progress as a really good defender for the team. If he, and this is high expectations, if he became the next Will Sutton, I don't think anyone would complain. I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, Staying on the defensive line, Anthony Cooper and Michael Matus are also returning. Cooper for his senior year and Matus returning from an ACL injury. This is another new look defensive line. They lost several players due to eligibility and to the pros. Having those guys return, especially Matus, who missed all last year, will be instrumental in making sure that this defensive line is able to keep up with the rest of defense. Speaking of the rest of defense, Ed Woods at one of the corner spots is one of the guys I'm really looking forward to continue seeing develop. I think he was one of the guys who really came on strong in the second half of the season. Playing opposite of Roe Torrance, who we'll talk about a little bit later, I think that Ed Woods should be in line for the starting spot opposite of Torrance. This is someone to be very excited about. And then I also want to mention on the offensive side of the football, Giovanni Sanders and Messiah Swenson. Sanders, the starting slot receiver who was third on the team in receiving yards, or excuse me, he was second on the team in receiving yards last year with a flat 500 yards. I really like him. I'm also biased because I spoke to him. If you missed that interview, go ahead and check that out. I did get a chance to sit down with Giovanni and talk with him. And then Messiah Swenson as well. The tight end position is going to be important for uh, Kenny Dillingham's offense, and I anticipate that Swinson will see a much bigger role than he saw last year. His 15 catches for 185 yards, I think he's definitely due for an uptick in those departments. Going ahead, I had to do six. I could not do five because I simply could not decide between the guys I have listed at five and four. Let's go ahead and talk about number six before we get that far, though, and that's Chris Edmonds. Chris Edmonds was such a great surprise for the team last year. He came in from Samford University as a transfer for the team, and he ended up leading the team in interceptions with three. 
He also tallied on 50 tackles as well. Edmonds decided to return for one more year with Arizona State, and he will be in line to be one of the most veteran players on the defense, one of the most accomplished players on the defense, and one of the guys that I anticipate will be perhaps the most important player on that defensive side of the football. The dude is an absolute ball hawk. He's got 11 interceptions in four seasons in college football. I'm not going to lie. I feel like he can continue to be a ball hawk for the team. He should have had a pick six in week one against NAU, but there was an illegal block in the back on his return. I think he's going to be back stronger than ever. I'm hoping that he can continue progressing forward as that ball hawk that I know he can continue to become. I'm really, really excited about Chris Edmonds. There's just so many factors that he's going to bring to the defense outside of that aforementioned ball hawking ability. The dude is a veteran, and this is a defense that's going through a lot of turnover, especially in the front seven. So there's going to be a lot of emphasis on the back end of the defense to be playing at their tip-top best shape because if the defense is not able to step up, this is going to be a long year again. That was the case last year. With how much change is coming to that front seven, I look at Chris Edmonds and I I say that this is going to be one of the players that's going to be guiding the unit. You're hoping that he can seize a leadership role. I think that would be one of the best case scenarios for Arizona State is if Chris Edmonds were to become one of the vocal leaders, one of the guys in the locker room who's got a pulse on the team, be able to guide them. They need that desperately on the defensive side of the ball. Couple all of that with being able to work with Brian Ward, or, uh, yeah, excuse me, Coach Ward on the defensive side of the ball as a new defensive coordinator. I'm looking forward to what Edmonds can continue to progress into because I think everything that he's done will be leading up to a breakout season in 2023. Edmonds, my number six guy, number five and number four are a bit of a split for me, but number five, I went with Jordan Clark. Jordan Clark returning for his senior season. Jordan Clark, another very, very important piece in the secondary for the team. The reason why I have him ahead of Chris Edmonds is because Clark can play all over the place. Clark actually played some free safety for the team last year and was very good. Clark also played nickel corner, which is probably where he seems to be most comfortable with. But I'm hoping that they can kind of incorporate him in a role very similar to Corey Bethley last year. Bethley was a very underrated player for Arizona State. He finished second on the team with 90 tackles. He had a sack. He had two forced fumbles. He was all over the field. That's what I'm hoping we can get out of Jordan Clark is being able to flex him all over the defensive alignment, whether that's dropping deep or maybe playing towards the line of scrimmage in like the box, so to speak. I don't know. What I do know is Jordan Clark returns as one of the best players on the defensive side of the ball. He returns as one of the most versatile players on the defensive side of the ball, and he returns as one of the guys who I'm also hoping can seize a leadership role. He'll be one of the most veteran guys on the team as a senior. He will be one of those guys that will command the respect of everyone in that locker room. And between him and Ro Torrance, I feel like you've got a really good combination there that you could have these guys lead the secondary moving forward and have a very, very strong locker room. I'm really looking forward to Jordan Clark. The way that I think Chris Edmonds could break out, I think Jordan Clark could break out as well. 
just the different positions. Where Edmonds, I feel like, is going to be that roaming safety deep, I think Clark is just going to be all over the football field. I think he's going to make plays at the line of scrimmage. I think he's going to make plays in the secondary. I think he's going to have turnovers galore. This is going to be the year of Jordan Clark. This is the year where everyone understands how good he is. This is the year where everyone realizes, oh, hey, that's Ryan Clark's kid. Yeah, the same Ryan Clark, the same Pittsburgh Steelers legend. His son is hopefully going to continue developing. If he got to his dad's status, holy cow, would that be exciting? But I would be more than happy to settle with a very, very good season for Jordan Clark. That's the reason why I have Clark as my number five player on returning guys for Arizona State. Guys, we're at the midway point in the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores, threes drained, and more. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss out on the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash on. That's FanDuel.com slash on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. As always, thank you guys for tuning in to Locked On Sun Devils. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe. Also, check out the Locked On College Basketball podcast. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Back into our conversation, looking at the top returning players for Arizona State. The next guy I got, this was really difficult between Jordan Clark and this player for my five and four spots. I went with Roe Torrance. The reason why I had Torrance edge out Clark, while Clark has more versatility, while Clark is more of a veteran, Roe Torrance will be the number one corner for this team. And having a solidified number one corner has never been more important in college football than it is today where you have guys that are just dominating and passing passing offenses and offenses that cater to the passing game. These wide receivers get babied. These quarterbacks get babied. So having a corner who can take away an opposing receiver, never been more important. Roe Torrance flashed that ability in 2023. He showed the lockdown skills to be that number one corner. He showed that ability to be the guy in the in the secondary. There's that hope that he'll continue on that trajectory to being a top-end corner. And there's that hope that he will continue to assert himself as one of the best corners in the Pac-12. Dude's got ridiculous size at 6'3", 210, and yet he can still mirror and match with receivers. We'll see how he can do in 2023 because there is a lot of good receivers in the Pac-12. There is a lot of talent that Roe Torrance is going to have to go up against. And Roe Torrance is going to be relied upon in that secondary, perhaps more than Edmonds and Clark, because he's going to be looked at as the top guy. And when you're the top guy, you have to understand that there's a lot of pressure and a lot of emphasis on your ability to cover 
and take away those receivers. That's the reason why Torrance is higher for me. I do believe that Torrance, like the other guys on this list, the reason why they're on this list is because I think he's capable of taking that next step. And with all the intangibles that he has, the only thing he doesn't have, quote unquote, doesn't have, is the interceptions. He only had one this past year, but he still broke up eight passes. People weren't throwing at him. And Torrance did miss a little bit of time. But if he's able to stay on the football field for 12 games, hopefully 13, hopefully 14, hopefully 15, I think Arizona State has something very special here at their number one corner spot. That's why he's number four for me. Number three, I don't know if this is going to be a little controversial or not, but I got Trenton Borgay. The reason why I have Borgay this high is because he could still be the week one starting quarterback for Arizona State. There is no guarantees right now on playing time at the quarterback spot. We don't know if it's going to be Drew Pine transferring from Notre Dame. We don't know if it's going to be incoming freshman Jaden Rashada. We don't know if Bennett Meredith slips his name in there. We don't know if Jacob Conover slips his name in there. But Trenton Borgay will have a little bit of an edge over these guys. Borgay is returning from a rock-solid junior season with the team. Took over midseason, threw for nearly 1,500 yards in about seven games, 11 touchdowns to six interceptions. This, This was a definitive changing point in the season for Arizona State when Trent Borgay took over. This offense began clicking. This offense started to figure out its identity as a passing team. Guys got more involved. All in all, this was a team that felt definitively better when Trenton Borgay was on the field. He was able to use his weapons. Some guys that we'll talk about here in a little bit, but also the Giovanni Sanders and the Messiah Swinsons of the world that I brought up. Brian Thompson really emerged for the team last year when Trenton Borgay took over. They were able to pull off that massive upset against Washington because of Trenton Borgay. So if Borgay is the week one starter for Arizona State, there should not be too much concern here. Because there is such stiff competition at the quarterback spot, I just don't know whether Borgay is going to be starting or not. What I do know is that Borgay does bring some confidence for me. Borgay does make me feel like Arizona State can still compete no matter who is under center, and certainly if he is under center. With Kenny Dillingham coming in, and Kenny Dillingham being a little bit of a quarterback guru, getting the most out of the formerly known Bo Picks and turned him into Bo Nix, the Heisman contender, I'm not saying Borgay can turn into a Heisman contender, but what I am saying is that Borgay can be a really, really good quarterback in Kenny Dillingham's system. And with him already having established chemistry, chemistry with some of the guys on this roster, it becomes that much more important for the team. And it becomes that much more of an intriguing aspect for the quarterback battle, whether or not he does get the edge over the rest of this competition because he's he's been there before. It'll be really interesting to see how this quarterback situation pans out for Arizona State. But because of all these aspects and everything else that's going into it, that is the reason why I have Trenton Borgay as my number three returning player. Again, thank you guys for checking out Locked on Sun Devils. Next, 
check out Locked On College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court here from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. It's Locked On College Basketball available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Top two players. Shouldn't be too much of a surprise who they are. Let's just get into it. Number two, Jalen Conyers. Jalen Conyers. Again, when Trenton Bourget took over, Conyers exploded onto the scene. After the bye week from winning against Washington, he would score all five of his touchdowns. He would cross the 100-yard barrier against Colorado with a three-touchdown game. He had a 10-catch performance against U of A with several incredible catches. Conyers became one of the de facto weapons in this offense. He is going to continue being one of those weapons in this offense. The six foot four, 265-pound tight end from Groover, Texas, looks like one of the most exciting tight end prospects that Arizona has had in forever. I can't remember the last time there was a tight end that looked as talented and as physically dominant and with as high an upside as Jalen Conyers possesses. I look at Conyers and I see probably the number two option in this offense behind the guy that we'll be talking about here in just a moment. There's no reason for Jalen Conyers to not excel in the Kenny Dillingham offense. And there is also no reason for Jalen Conyers to not become that household name in this offense for him not to become a terrific weapon and a tool for Kenny Dillingham and a tool for Bo Baldwin in this offense. Whoever is at quarterback is going to appreciate the big body tight end that not only they can rely across the middle of the field, but can stretch the field. This is a guy who can post up in the red zone. He can take the occasional, uh, I, I can't even think of what it's called. Just like a fly route, essentially. I, I can't think of what it's called. My apologies. But point is, Conyers can do a little bit of everything for you in the passing game. That's the reason why he's number two for me. Is he's going to come in as the number two option in this passing attack. Only behind my number one player returning. Not surprising to anyone, Elijah Badger. Badger absolutely seized the number one receiver role for Arizona State this past year. Finished a season with two different quarterbacks. 70 receptions, 866 yards, and seven touchdowns. Several, several terrific performances. Went over 100 yards twice. Went over 90 yards twice. Had a two-touchdown performance against Washington. That that upset. One of the biggest upsets in college football. He was a massive contributor for that. Looking at everything else he did. He was just so important all year long. There was like two games where he didn't do anything. Other than that, he was consistently one of the best players on the Sun Devils, if not the best player for the Sun Devils. He's coming back for his junior year. He's coming back with the potential to generate some NFL draft hype. Some of the other guys I mentioned will as well, but none more 
none more than Elijah Badger. Badger's got your prototypical size at six foot two, 190 pounds. He has the ability to make the circus catch just as much as he can make any kind of routine catch at any point in the field. He can take you deep. He can take you off the post outside the hashes. He can take you across the middle. He can take a screen. All you need to do is find a way to get the ball in Elijah Badger's hand, and you should feel confident that he's going to make a play for you. When I look at Elijah Badger, I look at a firmly established number one receiver. I look at him as the number one option in this offense, run or pass. No matter who's the quarterback, they will have confidence knowing that Elijah Badger will be that safety blanket for them. He will be that secure option at any level of the field, no matter no matter what he's doing, whether he's going deep or across the middle or underneath, whatever have you. You can be confident that Elijah Badger will be able to make a play for you. That's why he's my number one returning player. That's why I think that Elijah Badger can become not only a household name at Arizona State if he's not already, but a household name in the Pac-12. This feels like a guy who should be able to contend for a first team or a second team all Pac-12 honor this year. Even if Arizona State finishes as a four-win team, I would be confident that Badger's a thousand-yard receiver. I would be confident that Badger is one of the top receivers in the Pac-12. Hopefully, he'll get the recognition that he's getting on this podcast and within the Valley. But that is my list for the returning players for Arizona State that I think will be the most important. There's several other guys as well that will be important for depth reasons or starting reasons, but those are my guys. Thank you guys as always for tuning in. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications. To stay in touch with our content, follow me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Until next time, though, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun